Welcome to Dr. Cindy Speaks. Regular musings and reflections on politics, current events. Dr. Cindy Banyer is a mom and small business owner fighting for our water, our health, our community. She's running for the people of Southwest Florida, trying to flip Florida 19 from red to blue. Listen as she speaks truth to power. Hello, everybody. This is Dr. Cindy Banyer for Dr. Cindy Speaks, the Daily Diatribe. And this podcast is being recorded at 1119 a.m. on January 18th, 2023. So in the news today, we see Ron DeSantis, as he likes to do because he is not just helping the people of Florida, but learning to help himself on his next climb on the ladder of trying to be president in the United States. So today's news and the culture war bullshit in Ron DeSantis land in Florida is that he has proposed to a policy that will end all ability for local governments and buildings and companies in the state of Florida to require vaccine mandates or mask mandates. And it's interesting that this is coming up because the pandemic is winding down. We're not really seeing any companies trying to do this right now, but Ron DeSantis is trying to capitalize on all those people who are still so mad about masks during the COVID pandemic, which of course we know did help to reduce transmission, keep people healthy and safe, and reduce the hospitalization rate of people who protected themselves. Unfortunately, here in the state of Florida, we are being led by the disinformation in chief, Ron DeSantis, and he has a people who wanted transparency on COVID. And this is just the next in his long line of COVID battles because it looks good for him in the polls and it makes people feel like he's really doing something and that they're free. But in, in reality, he's just another imbecile who's ignoring public health and good public practice. So that's the news leading off here in DeSantis land. So Other things that are happening around the country that are affecting everyday people and we should start to be concerned about include some major shakeups at banks and businesses. Party City today announced they are filing for Chapter 11 bankruptcy and they're citing inflation and reduced consumer spending as resulting in their bankruptcy. So Party City, if you are not a regular shopper, is a place to go for Halloweens and events and they have have things for birthday parties, pinatas, and balloons. Myself always going get my kids' balloons there. So it's a little disappointing to hear that they are going into bankruptcy, but in the United States, that doesn't necessarily mean they're going away. So we'll be following along what's happening there. But that's not the only thing that's happening in business. There's lots of shakeups in business to come. We had already heard recently about hiring freezes and slowdowns in the tech industry in Silicon Valley. Bank of America is also in the news for that right now. So Bank of America has announced or told staff that they are not to hire outside of extremely vital positions. So Bank of America, being the largest banking institution in the United States, is looking at some hard times ahead, potentially. And that is coming on the backs of a major tech glitch today, which caused panic amongst 
consumers who use Bank of America and their product, their transfer product, Zelle, as they saw transactions in money disappear from their account. Apparently, this was a tech glitch and not a real disappearance of funds, but it caused a lot of uncertainty and worry among consumers nonetheless. So Bank of America in the news for all the wrong reasons today. And just a little note as to why it is that we should be concerned about what's going on with Bank of America, not just because they are a big business and can have an effect on the economy overall in the United States, but they're one of the 16 institutions that has the ability to loan money from the American government. So when we're talking about interest rates in terms of them going up and down and how they can affect the economy, Bank of America is one of the institutions that sits at the table and can actually borrow money from the U.S. government to then filter out to businesses and consumers, right? So that interest rate, when those go up, it actually means that the bank is lending or is getting money from the American government at a higher rate, which is supposed to cool down the economy, right? So this is a bit of a mixed view of things for us. If they're talking about freezing their hiring, that means that they're that we're actually seeing some slowing in the economy, which is what the intention of the raising of the interest rates is. This is a really complicated system, but don't let it fool you. That doesn't mean that we are in terrible shape overall. It just means that we are working on slowing down the inflation rate through those interest rate hikes and Bank of America and other institutions are seeing part of that happen. And even the party city bankruptcy could be part of that as well. So those are some of the things happening in the economy and business. So when we're looking at government corruption, there is something that has been in the news today as well, and that is the Secret Service. So there's been a lot of scrutiny on the Secret Service ever since the January 6th attack on the U.S. Capitol. And in the January 6th committee, we saw that the Secret Service did not necessarily act in the best interest of the country overall in relation to what it was happening on January 6th. So there were Secret Service texts that were subpoenaed and went missing, and that was related to the time when Donald Trump was trying to go from his rally at the insurrection to the U.S. Capitol. The Citizens for Ethics has sued the Secret Service to try to get access to some of those text messages and other related communications because there's some indication that the Secret Service may have had connections with the Oath Keepers who were in charge of leading the insurrection at the U.S. Capitol and the Oath Keepers and the Proud Boys and their leadership have already been indicted on criminal conspiracy charges with what is called the 1776 plan, which was an, a plan to occupy the U.S. Capitol and various government buildings and official buildings in exchange for demands or demanding rather that the the election be redone with paper ballots and things like that. So it was all based on the election lies that were perpetrated by Donald Trump. And it seems as though there could be potential even high level coordination between the Secret Service and those Oath Keepers. So looking forward to seeing how that pans out. Additionally, it was noted in the news today that the Secret Service had not been keeping visitor logs at Mar-a-Lago, which of course is another thing that is complicating the Trump document scandal as he had stolen those over 325 documents from the U.S. government, defied orders to give them back, lied about it, lied to his attorneys, his attorneys lied on his behalf, and then the FBI went and had to 
seized those documents at his house. Now, in the investigation to understand who might have had access to those documents, it was noted that the Secret Service at Mar-a-Lago and the, the, had no official records of the visitors at that time. So that means that those documents were completely at risk. We know that there was intelligence there. We know that there was nuclear information there, and it could have fallen into the hands of anyone. And so this is a good example of the vast differences between the Biden documents where there was a search just in case there had been documents and they were immediately turned over for safekeeping to the U.S. government once they were found and Donald Trump and what is looking more and more like his own personal gain or espionage of some kind. So we will be following that along as well. And thanks to the Citizens for Ethics for filing that lawsuit so that we can know the truth and demand accountability from our government. So that's it for today. Thanks for tuning in to Dr. Cindy Speaks, The Daily Diatribe. Hope that you will also tune into the other great podcasts and shows we have here at Big Mouth Media. Thursday, you'll see Misinformational with Rebecca Jones and myself. That edited, uh, edited podcast will be out tomorrow as well. And we have the live juice fresh talk with myself and Chantel Rhodes at 6 p.m. filming live from Seed and Bean Market in downtown Fort Myers. You can join us on the Big Mouth Media Facebook page or even in person. You will see the edited version of that podcast and video come out on Monday. And if you enjoy this content and want to support progressive media in Florida, please do check out our website, www.bigmouthmedia.com fl.com and become a foundation member today. You will have the ability to get the access to all of our materials, all of the articles, full-length interviews, special features, and full-length videos of our podcasts and help us grow and make sure that there is a voice outside of the far right here in Florida. So thanks for joining me here today, and we will see you next time on Dr. Cindy Speaks. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Dr. Cindy Speaks. If you'd like to learn more about her, go to cindybanyay.com or connect with her directly at vote at cindybanyay.com. We love connecting with people.